1: Okay, good morning, good night and good evening and good afternoon. The reason why we say good morning, good night and good evening, good afternoon to everybody is because we are lucky enough to have people all over the world listening to us at all different time zones and it's just fantastic. Look, I would want to say Happy New Year to everybody. I hope that everybody had a good festive season and enjoyed your the break that some people have had and uh, also enjoy meeting up with the family because that's what uh, Christmas and New Year period is really all about, Uh, getting together, saying hello to friends and relatives, and uh, just being grateful for what we have. And last year, obviously, was a really tough, tough year for a lot of people, but it's also very interesting to see that the people who had a plan, the people who worked their plan, and rejigged it straight away, were able to um, build really, really fast. So uh, thank you very much to everybody. Um, last year was a excellent year for us uh, in the sense that we grew. Uh, a lot of people um, sent me messages and text messages and also emails um, just to say thank you for Uh, the help, the advice or the encouragement we gave them. Now, look, like I've said all along and I'll continue saying, it's not me, it's the guests that I bring on, it's the people that we have on the show that make the show. So um, if you hear something or you want to know more about something, please get in touch with me and I'd love to be able to help you um, simply by putting you in touch with the right people. So thank you very much and I will continue to give you my best with all the guests that we have coming into the studio at different times. Now, um, I'd like to start the show by uh, bringing on one of our comedians who uh, just puts a bit of fun and laughter into our lives because the fact is that nowadays we just don't have enough fun in our lives and everybody that I spoke to, especially over the Christmas period or the beginning of the new year, they've all told me the same thing oh, there's not a lot to laugh about. Well, there is. Be grateful for what you got. And let's have a look at how can we make life and business more fun and how can we have a happy business? And that's what this is really all about, having a happy business. Let's make 2021 our like our 21st birthday parties, you know, <laughs> have the most fun we've ever had.
0: And now on Happy Business, it's time for a bit of fun with our resident comedian right here on Happy Business.
1: Okay, our resident comedian at the moment is Rob. Rob Newman, how are you, Rob? How are you going? Hello, Peter. How are everyone? How are you going, Rob? How are you? Excellent. And, your, and yourself? Oh, look, I'm fantastic. I mean, I, I'm always happy. I'm grateful that it, of what I've got. And, um, you know, just... When you think about what we've got, it's not that bad, you know. And uh, I was talking to Matt this morning before we came on air and he was saying how compared to a lot of other countries, we've done so, so well and we've got so, so much. And uh, Matt is from America. He's here um, in Australia and living here in Adelaide. Um, you know, like anything, he could choose to live anywhere in the world and he chose to live in Adelaide. So, And I know that a lot of people from interstate – Uh, buying properties here. If you listen to Ron's program in the morning, which is um – talking real estate. He will tell you that a lot more people from Melbourne and Sydney and Brisbane are moving back to Adelaide to buy properties here in Adelaide because uh, properties are good value in Adelaide. Plus the fact is most people would rather live here because we have been voted many, many years in a row as a very, very livable city. We're always in the top five or 10 uh, worldwide um, as most livable cities. So Rob, tell us what's happening. What's a joke for us today?
2: Well, just as a sidestep, actually, I must talk to Ron because, as you know, I'm a real estate agent and I have been so busy lately. It's it's true. It's it's very, very true that Adelaide is an extremely livable city and that we're being perceived as exceptionally good value. So um, real estate is, extre- you know, good real estate is extremely hard to get and the transaction numbers are just going through the roof. So, Ron, we, we must get together.
1: Yep. No problems. Do that. So tell us a joke. Tell us what you've got for us today.
2: Well, I think 2020 has been a fantastic year. In what way? Well, I found a blank diary in my shed. And? Well, I've just rewritten it the way I, I wanted it to roll out. So it's, I just flicked back through my diary and it's fantastic.
1: <laughs> well, you know, funny to talk about that because um, what I wanted to talk to later on after this, I want to talk to Matt about writing a diary for what we want in the future. Like some people call it a plan. Some people call it, you know, a New Year's resolution, and a lot of people that make a New Year's resolution don't follow through with it, and we know that for a that's, fact. So that's very that's interesting. True. That's true. Very interesting that you bring that up. That you can actually fill out your own diary with what you want in it. That's a new concept.
2: It <laughs> is, isn't it? Planning. Look, I, <laughs> I, I, I got caught out the other day. You know, I'm a bit competitive, and I like to get the highest score mm-hmm. in whatever I'm doing. Yeah, and I was going through some back streets and it had one of those those mobile 40K zone things that comes up that tells you what uh, your speed,
1: speed traps, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, I thought it was your score. So yeah. I just kept, <laughs> kept going until I got the highest score. And it turns out it's not. It's not supposed to be oh. going over 40. But uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I was the winner. I yeah. was the winner. But yeah, I didn't get a prize.
1: You're lucky because uh, at my street there's one of those things up there that tells you they've changed all the area of the speed limits in the area so they've put this thing up that shows you how fast you're going. The only trouble is I was lucky lucky that I saw that there was a policeman at the other end on the corner where a couple of other cars behind me hadn't noticed the policeman there. (laughs) So they got caught for the high score
2: i have got to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. When you turn the when you turn the lights on, mm-hmm. where do, where does the dark go?
1: Good question. We'll have to find out.
2: <laughs> I, I, I've been that's been really bugging me. I can't work out where the dark goes when you turn the lights on. And as soon as you turn the lights off, the dark comes back. Like where does it
1: hide? Well, I'm not too sure, but I remember my grandson asking me a question like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, how would you answer it?
2: Well, I think that's the, the little boy in me coming out. And actually, when I was a little boy, my mum used to tell me, she used to say, now, always keep the box that the toy comes in and, and I used to collect matchbox toys, mm-hmm. right? So now, 50-odd years later, or really 60 years later, I've got a fantastic collection of empty boxes, but i got no idea where the
1: toys are. Well, I reckon the boxes are a collector's item today. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think you're right. And, and if you don't open them, they're full of dark yeah.
1: <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because you know the the old uh, Arn Biscuit tins and and the old uh, chocolate tins and the the Royal Dalton uh, biscuits and all that sort of things. Those tins today are worth like a hundred times more than what they were ever when they were full. So uh, there's a collectors collectors. Um, a chap that I met over the holiday period, and he was yep. uh, collecting those tins. Matter of fact, he went to America and across Europe collecting tins, and um, somebody just said recently there was a some guy in England was collecting a tin that had a um, train on it, some train set or something or other. It's the most rarest uh, tin, and it was close to – I can't remember, $500,000 or something rather that somebody was Mm. prepared to pay for a tin. I thought, my God. They've
2: they've become extremely collectible in Mm. the aircraft industry, Mm -hmm. especially people that fly gliders. Why? (laughs) Because they keep their their, um, engine parts in them.
1: Okay. I believe you. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Rob, we, uh, we need to go. You got one last thing you want to finish off with?
2: Well, it turns out uh, I went to the dentist the other day, and um, the nurse said, "Well, I'm going to give you a Viagra." Mm -hmm. And I I said, "Why?" Like I've come in to have a tooth pulled. She said, "Yes. Well, we've run out of anaesthetic, and we need to we need you to hang on to something while we do it."
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Thank you very much. Thanks, Rob. Happy New Year to to all of the listeners and to you. Thank you. Enjoy your year. Bye-bye. We'll we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Thank you very much to Rob. Look, um, we are going to move on with the show, and today, uh, again, I'd like to introduce Matt. Thank you, Matt. Welcome back. Glad to be here. Good on you. Matt, you've got – we we were speaking before of how – important it is. And, and Rob brought up a good point, actually. He said that he went back to his old diary, he found an old diary, and he filled it up the way he wanted to fill it up. Now, think about this. If you had to write your story, right, you know, like in the past, you go back and say, all right, I was born in such and such, this happened, that happened, that happened. These are all factual things. What if you had to write your story from now on? If you had the chance to write your own story the way you want it to be? You know, and what would it be like? Mm. What would it be like? And I tell you what, when um, I'm doing counselling or coaching with people, very few people actually write what, um, you know, like their dreams, their goals are never big enough. And the, the um, people that I've spoken to in books that I've read, uh, even just recently, they've said that our dreams have never been big enough. Have you noticed that before? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think Winston
3: Churchill said, uh, "History will be ki-, and I'm probably bastardizing this a little bit, but yeah. history will be kind to me for I intend to write it." Yes. So I do believe that we're all masters or mistresses of our own destiny to yeah. some extent. That's... So
1: my my thing for by, this. By whole the way, year. did you did you did I ever tell you that I coached basketball some time ago? You said you were a coach for a team. Or yeah, something. I was a swim coach, but I was also a
3: basketball coach. And do you know mm-hmm. that? I probably should have stuck with it because yeah. I'm an exceptional basketball coach. You know, I, I, could, I could take you, Peter. Yeah. Okay. And I guarantee you that I could spend half an hour, maybe an hour if you're a slow study. Mm-hmm. And I could have you sink in baskets better than Michael Jordan on his best day.
1: Yeah. How would you do that?
3: Well, all I would do is I'd blindfold Michael Jordan mm-hmm. and I'd spin him around a bunch of times. Yep. So he didn't know where the basket was. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and you say, well, Matt, that's crazy. Of course Michael Jordan can't sink a basket when he doesn't know where the basket is. Mm-hmm. And that's a great question, a great point. But here's a better question. Yep. How can you hit a goal
1: you don't even have? Exactly, exactly. And that's, that's a really good metaphor of, and a, a good way of explaining it. This year, I hope to help a lot of people Um, achieve goals that they haven't yet set. And it's not that they haven't yet set. They haven't yet become aware of them because a lot of people in the back of their head, they've got an idea. I'd like to do this. And it's like a a wish, Mm. you know, it's a wish. And until you write it down, it doesn't become a goal. And until you start working on it, there's no way you can achieve it. Mm. So um, this is something that I'd like to be uh, working with you on and helping other people. Uh, that are listening to the show at the moment and just send us any information you like. I'm going to give out my email address and I'm going to give it out nice and slow. So it's just Peter Salerno, Peter with Salerno is S-A-L-E-R-N-O and then there's a dot, like a full stop. So it's Peter Salerno with a full stop. Then it's OzTalk, which is A-U-S-T-A-L-K, at gmail.com. Now, if you send me an email with any, any question you have or about setting goals or whatever, I will personally work with you for the next two or three months to help you achieve your plan, right? And then, of course, we will work on your plan because the, the biggest problem is a lot of people don't even put their plan down. You know, it's all in their head. They don't write it. And then when they do write it, they don't work it, you know. Mm. So what I want to do um, for this year, I want to dedicate myself to helping people to achieving their goals. But the fact is the hardest thing is to get people to write their goals Mm. because that's the big problem. A lot of people don't write their goals. Now, you've got some notes there. What have you written down
3: there? Well, I – are we going to talk about goals? Are we can yeah. talk about financial goals? What kind of goals well, are we going to talk about?
1: Wait, let's talk about goals overall. Okay. Uh, because one of the other things I do want to uh, mention is the financial or mm-hmm. the budgeting. Mm. Budgeting. Mm. When um, when I was doing insurance and financial planning as a, as a business, which is, you know, in my – Previous. Back in the days of wooden no, no. ships and iron men. Yep, yep, yep. Way even before then. Ooh. Um, you know, in the good old days in my you mean dugout canoes? Yeah, <laughs> back in those days. Yeah, in in just floating logs, mm. just floating logs. Um, that's how long ago it was. But what I'm saying is, a lot of people never, ever, ever had a budget. Mm. Right? They just had money coming in one week. <laughs> And then they had money. If they were lucky. Yeah. Well, they had wages coming in Mm. and they'd spend it and then, you know, they'd try and balance their books or try and balance their sheets. But um, I personally believe it's so, so important for people to have a budget, Mm. for people to write it down and to know, more importantly, to know how much they need to be available, you know, because most people that I've spoken to at the end of last year and even the beginning of this year – I've said to them, well, how much do you need every week? And what do you mean? I said, well, <laughs> how much do you pay for your rent? How much do you pay for your car? How much do you pay for the services? How much do you pay for petrol? How much do you pay for your phone? How much do you pay for your electricity? They have no idea. They have no idea. So we're, we're about to take a break and we'll come straight back and we'll talk about some of the things that you need to write down.
4: Hi. I'm Danielle from Fine Choice Coffee Solutions, a family-owned and operated business for 19 years and counting. Our showroom and coffee machine workshop is based in Adelaide city centre where we showcase coffee machines, all types of coffee accessories and complementary products, as well as five of our very own coffee blends, including our most popular Dolce Vita blend. Fine Choice Coffee Solutions is SA's home and authorised service centre for the fully automatic Euro coffee machines. Our staff are friendly and welcoming and always looking for to meeting new customers. So come and say hi at 264 Gilbert Street in the city or you can shop online at www.fccoffee.com.au
1: Bonasera Restaurant, where you eat Italian style. From the 6th of November, we are opening our new elegant reception room for weddings, baptisms, family functions and much more with a capability of up to 100 people. Eating at Bonasera Restaurant is like emerging ourselves in the all-Italian dream. On Friday and Saturday, lots of music in our piano bar and you'll taste the fabulous specials of our Maria. At Bonasera Restaurant, fixed price includes three courses, dessert and coffee. Bookings 83795647 Bonacerta Restaurant 295 Glen Osmond Road Glenunga This is
2: David Heath, and I'm excited to be bringing my program Soundtrack of Your Life to Radio Italia Uno. Join me Friday nights at 7 for interesting guests, some great music, and plenty of fun. It's the best way to kick off the weekend. Soundtrack of Your Life, Friday nights from 7 until 9 on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM. Radio Italia
5: Uno.
1: The Happy Business with Peter Solero. Okay, thanks, Matt. Thank you very much. Uh, look, Matt and I are talking here, and we're talking about uh, the whole program of uh, budgeting, the whole program of setting a goal. And and I believe setting a goal, um, people, it's like just too much for them. You know, it's just too much for mm. some people. So let's just take one pillar at a time, and and look at just one aspect of setting the goal of what you want to achieve during the year right? And then we break it down into small chunks. But one of the big pillars of that whole overall goal, I believe, is budgeting. Mm. And so, uh, like we were just mentioning, budgeting, I say to people, do you have any idea how much money you need as a budget? And they go, no. And and I would say that 90% of the, or more than 90% of the people I've spoken to have no idea. And then they, they always say, well, what do you mean? And I say, well, look, your car, your house, your your rent, your mortgage or whatever, you know, all those individual things, the water rates, the gas rates, the electricity, all those bills and then your MasterCard, your Visa card, your credit cards, all those other cards that people tend to have and the shopping Uh, that you need every week. These are the sort of things that I try and talk about. Now, you said you wanted to uh, talk about that as well, Matt, right? Mm,
3: Absolutely. So go ahead. Tell me. First first quick thing. uh, Generally, you want to talk about general goals. So just five seconds or 10 seconds here on goal setting 101. Mm -hmm. They need to be SMART goals. Yes. And we all know, uh, I'm sure Peter's aware of what SMART stands for, but it stands for specific, measurable, attainable, reasonable. Yep. And
1: time-specific. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So we can help you with that. So that's we, the thing. You know, that's what I'm saying. So mm. uh, if you have a problem uh, trying to set a goal or mm. trying to set a, a budget, give us a call mm. here at the station. Give me a call on my mobile or send me a text message and we will be able to sit down with you and help you. And, look, I'm doing this for free. This part, This part here, I'm happy to help you set it up. And then we'll work out from there, you know. But so many people need help with that. So go on, Matt, tell us the next part. Again,
3: I just want to say that one more
1: time because that's the most
3: important, one of the key things. Specific. Yep. You've got to be specific. Measurable. You've got to measure it. Attainable. Mm -hmm. You've got to be able to do it. Reasonable. Mm -hmm. And time-specific. Most important, time-specific. Yes. Now, before we start digging too much into budgetary goals, I I just want to say one thing. I, I, I want to try to... Get us to think about this the right way, and I'm American and I'm proud of it. And but we get a lot of flack around the world. Ah, oh, America did this. America did that. Whatever. But I, in my opinion, of course, we've never we no no nation has ever done more for humanity uh, and abused its power less than the U.S. Okay, <laughs> that was laughable, and, and I, I don't think that's laughable. But you know, I, I I don't I don't you know we don't have enough time for me to correct you on that. Okay, but. The worst thing America ever did was not help start wars or any of this stuff. The two worst things that we've done is, one, we sent Hungry Jacks, uh, McDonald's, KFC, (laughs) everywhere around the world, killed a lot of people through heart disease, (laughs) diabetes, etc. And the second thing we did that really hurt the world was we taught people to live above their means. Yes. Not at their means, not below their means, which is what you need to do if you want to get ahead, but above their means. Yes. So, you know, we need to stay away from things like crazy. There are loans right now for people to go on vacation.
1: Oh, yeah. no, no, that. And they're like 15%
3: interest. That's insane. <laughs> you, you can't sacrifice what you want most for what you want now. Or for what you can't afford. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but don't sacrifice what you want most, which is a stable future for your family for what you want right now. Mm. So, you know, stay away from easy pay, these crazy loans, unless they're some sort of a protected equity loan where you can actually make money in the long run. Mm. So we need to live bet- beneath our means. And if you think that things are going to make you happy, things, your stuff is going to make you happy, you're wrong. Yep. I was reading recently about uh, suicide rates. And the suicide rates for the uber-wealthy mm-hmm. and the uber-poor are virtually identical. Mm. But the yep. uber-wealthy are slightly ahead of the uber-poor. So if if you know, money can't buy happiness, okay, but, you know, neither can poverty, so you might yeah. as well be rich if you have a choice, yeah. but it's not going to be the only thing that makes you
1: happy. Well, the fact is, you know... We do have a choice, and a lot of people say, oh, but I've got no choice. This is the problem. People underestimate what they can achieve. Mm. Now, I've got a couple of very strong uh, uh, contacts with a couple of business people here in Adelaide who are multimillionaires, right, And multimillionaires, and a couple of them own national and international companies that started here in Adelaide. This is the thing about it. We underestimate how good we really are here in Adelaide. We've got some uh, big people, and you know what they've always said to me, and uh, they've always said that they've what they've set a budget to do in ten years for their company, they achieved it in less than five, and what they've achieved in two years, they you know they've achieved in less than a year. They've always underestimated what they were able to achieve, mm. even though they thought they had overstretched themselves. When they put the word out, when they when they start working on their plan. Um, it's surprising how quickly they were able to achieve that part of the plan. And some of the growth f- f- things that happen, this is what really it gets me. The things that happen is people realise once you start marching along on this goal and you start chopping away at it, you get there a lot faster than mm. what you thought you would.
3: Mm. Absolutely. And, and then
1: what also, the biggest the biggest problem in most businesses and most companies, they set a five-year plan and they work towards that five-year plan without keeping that mm. Extending it out, yeah. It's got to keep extending it out. So if you work a year onto a plan, you should always add another year to that plan. Mm. So it's always five years ahead. Of course. You know, a five-year plan should be five years ahead. Not when you've worked a year, then it becomes a four-year plan, then becomes a three-year plan. we were plan, in church, year. I'd be saying amen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the biggest problem that people have. Mm. And the budget is one of the most important parts of most plans. Mm. And I've worked with a company uh, recently that had um, set a plan, worked on the plan, but their promotion, publicity, and everything else was working, their production was working. But the thing that they hadn't, looked at correctly was their finances. Mm. So they found all of a sudden their finances blew out. Mm. They they had not enough income coming in to keep up the production so they weren't able to buy the products they needed to put Mm. into the production and their income wasn't – although they had made huge sales, mm. In the, they, they looked at their books and they said, look, we've made this huge contract mm. here and a huge contract here, but the money hadn't come in.
3: Yeah, most businesses don't go yeah. under because they don't make a profit. They yeah. go under because they don't have cash.
1: The, the cash flow, mm. the cash flow was not That's there. Key. And they didn't know how to keep that cash flow mm. coming in. Mm. You know, uh, I've got a builder, just a, a, a simple builder. He's built four houses this year and made over four – profit on them, Mm -hmm. right, and and he made huge profit on another one. But then when he built the next house, right, he built a big double storey house, so he spent – nearly all that money he had made on building this one big house Mm. and he didn't have any other money coming in. Mm. Therefore, he couldn't live. Mm. So he was actually scratching Mm. over the Christmas period Mm. just to make ends meet Mm. because the payments hadn't come in Mm. and and the, the settlement on the other house that he had sold was a huge profit. Won't settle until the end of January, and he won't have any money until the end of January. Mm. So he was begging, literally begging people to help him out mm. with some finance until end of January. You know, and that's what I'm saying. There's people just don't budget correctly.
3: Well, as far as budget goes, I mean, you've already made a great point about you've got to budget every single expense, uh, and I'm going to talk more from a personal. Uh, uh, f- success point mm-hmm. of view than a business yeah. success point of view, because that's why you get in business. You know, I mean, I, I, I hate well, to you've sound been
1: in business. Well, yeah. On.
3: Yeah. I mean, I hate to be cynical, but you know, I, 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 I was in the mattress business and, and uh, I didn't get in the mattress business to give the world a better night's sleep. I got in the mattress business and I shouldn't say that, but yeah, that that's true. the truth. The truth is I did it to provide for my family and mm-hmm. create opportunity yeah. for them. So, Uh, As far as you've got to budget every single expense, rent, food, uh, even birthday gifts, Christmas gifts, electric Netflix subscriptions, every single dollar needs to be budgeted. And one of the first tricks you need to do if you're somebody that needs to start budgeting and you might be 50, you might be 60, you might be 20. Hopefully you're 20 because then it gives you a lot more time to make money. We're going to talk about that in a second. But. You, you carry a notebook around with you. This is old school, but it's, this is Finance 101. You carry a notebook. You write down every single time you buy a coffee, you know, a pack of smokes if you're, you know, intent on killing yourself yep. and, or whatever. And you write down every single stick of gum, everything. Mm-hmm. And that monitors your spending so you know your spending habits. By the way, it also shocks you how much money you're just wasting Good. and what you can do with that okay. money in the long run. Well, So that's that's the dual purpose. You do that too when you're dieting if you're if you're like me and there's a <laughs> lot of you to love and you're working on uh, making it smaller. But th- the next thing I want to talk about is the most important bill you have to pay. Mm-hmm. Okay? The most important bill that you have to pay is yourself. Yep. In business, you know, and I've fallen into this trap as well. I paid myself last. You must 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 pay yourself first. The whole point of getting ahead uh, the whole point of the business is to get ahead and prov- provide opportunity for yourself and your family money's only good for the good it can do we've already talked about that mm-hmm. there's many rich people that kill themselves as poor people so we need to pay ourselves first not just to for lay, for expenses but to build wealth to yep. create wealth
1: well there's a book there's a book called um the Richest Man in Babylon.
3: Mm, that's a good and one. Rich, just, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yeah. That's a wonderful one as well. Rich
1: Dad, Poor Dad is a very, very good book. It's one of the oldest books. Yeah. But this book, which is a very small book, it's only a pocket-sized book. It's, mm-hmm. it's actually made like uh, as big as your mobile phone sort of thing. Um, <clears throat> and it's called The Richest Man in Babylon. Mm. And there, there is um, some friends of mine, like I said, that, that are multimillionaires. They keep referring back to that book mm. reading it and rereading it reading it and rereading it it's like learning something and then you go to a higher level you read mm. it again and you go to a higher level again mm. and every time you read it you go to a higher level mm. but what what's very very important is that um, one of the things it says there or the the main thing it says there was uh, about paying yourself and that they're putting in 10% across to a, a charity fund you mm. know and you, you take out 20% uh, of everything you earn and you pay 10% immediately to yourself and 10% into a charity fund. And and then the other 80% you use to pay your expenses. And um, if you do that continuously, yet that 10%, which is tithing, called tithing, mm. which means you're putting it into somebody else, you're mm. giving it away, mm-hmm. uh, in like a tithing or a charity, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and 10% into your own investment uh, to be put away forever. And the, the rest of the 80% you live on. Now, um, the, the, the other, the other <clears throat> great thing. I'm sorry to interrupt, yeah, but the great, the great thing about tithing
3: and paying yourself first also is the reason why. And I'm not going to preach here, but the reason why tithing is key in the Bible is because it's teaching you to focus on what's important first. Yep. yep. What's more important? Taking care of your family, being a productive member of society, helping mm-hmm. out society. Yep. So that's why you pay the tithe. You pay you know yourself first because you it's reminding you of why are you doing this yeah. why are you getting up at six o'clock in the morning yeah why well, are you dealing with <clears throat> this kooky customer yeah <laughs> why, why you know why are you missing your kids baseball game why are you doing this
0: stuff
1: yeah because that's, that's everybody what it reminds that. you of yeah everybody says that don't they they say look I, I'm working for the family but the family always say well we just want you to be with of us of course you know sometimes it's 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 well worth spending more time with the family than spending more, making an extra thousand bucks a year, you know?
3: Nobody on their deathbed. My father told me this once. He said nobody on their deathbed wished they would have spent more time at work.
1: Yeah, that's for sure. But unfortunately – The reason why they have to do it work because they haven't budgeted.
3: Yeah, that's one of the reasons I'm mad at my dad for not leaving me an inheritance. Yeah, well, (laughs) see. I paid for everything my own, made myself a millionaire, and I would have rather he gave it to me.
1: (laughs) But you wouldn't have ever made yourself.
3: He always told me, oh, you'll appreciate it more because you did it yourself. No, thank (laughs) you. Just (laughs) give it to me, please.
1: Yeah. (laughs) But look, seriously, jokes aside, we've got to take a break, but we'll be back. Thank you. Just listen to the sponsors, and we'll be back shortly.
5: Radio Italia 1 e Unique Stone presentano A Night with Amore and Avati. A Night with Amore and Avati. Festeggia e celebra l'amore con la trascinante e travolgente simpatia del grande Joe Avati. Per un San Valentino tra romanticismo e divertimento sfrenato. Uno spettacolo imperdibile, arricchito dalla musica di Daniela Fontana Rosa e i Sonic Circle. Sabato 13 febbraio nello splendido teatro di Woodville Town Hall. Entrata alle ore 18:30. Non aspettare, prenota i tuoi biglietti chiamando la radio al numero 82 12 31 77. Radio Italia 1. Radio Italia 1. Le sorprese non finiscono mai. Calipo Foods. Dal 1983 lida australiano nella vendita di distribuzione di una vasta gamma di generi alimentari, tra i quali il prosciutto Spears, dal gusto unico e delicato al palato. Innovazione, professionalità e forte rapporto con dipendenti, clienti e fornitori. Fanno di Galipo Foods uno dei distributori più grandi, rispettati e premiati in tutta Australia. Gallipo Foods, stima, fiducia e qualità.
0: At Elders Insurance Adelaide East, our mission is to provide outstanding service and superior coverage to each and every one of our clients. With over 30 years of experience, we treat every client with mutual respect and understanding. We'll listen carefully to your specific needs and requirements in order to develop insurance solutions with a level of service and coverage you can't find anywhere else. Elders Insurance Adelaide East is a family-owned and run business with a Italian tradition which is built on honesty, integrity and trust. Make an appointment today and go and see Tony and the team at Elders Insurance Adelaide East 54 to 56 Kensington Road, Rose Park or telephone 8364 9477 We're an authorised representative of Elders Insurance Underwriting Agency Proprietary Limited, Elders Insurance underwritten by QBE Insurance, Australia Limited.
4: La chitarra e suono per te. Il tempo di imparare non lo è, non so suonare, ma suono per te. La senti questa voce? Chi canta è il mio cuore? che so dire, ma tu mi capirei, i prati sono in fiore, profumi anche tu, ho voglia di morire, non posso più cantare, non chiedo di più. questa voce chi canta il mio cuore amore 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 è quello che so dire ma tu mi capirai Chi canta il mio cuore, amore, 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 è quello che so dire, ma tu mi capirai, ma tu mi capirai.
5: Radio Italia Uno.
1: You're listening to Happy Business with Peter Saluno on Radio Italia Uno. Okay, thank you. Thank you very much for all our sponsors and thank you um, to support. Please support our sponsors because without our sponsors, we wouldn't have a show. But uh, the radio station here, Radio Italia Uno, is always looking for sponsors and we want to promote your business. So uh, come in, talk to uh, any one of our staff here at the office and they'll be happy to put you in charge with our sales manager, Martha, who will help you um work out a commercial for you, uh, a really good program, and we will be able to help you with uh, promotions. But um, Matt and I have been talking here about the importance of having a budget, the importance of having um, a plan for this year, or, you know, like a New Year's resolution. And and unfortunately, uh, we know for a fact that a lot of people um, don't even start a New Year's resolution And those that do have a New Year's resolution, by the end of New Year's Eve already, they've forgotten it, or by the end of the first week or two of January, they've never written it down. And if they have, they've never worked on it. And so it's a big percentage of people that don't work on it. Um, Whenever I've asked people, how much money do you need to pay for expenses? They have no idea. And um, I'm talking about all the household expenses that people have or all their budgeting expenses that people have. And even if you're single, you you still have expenses, money that you spend. And a lot of people have no idea. Um, They always tell me, I have no idea what's happened to all my money. I Mm. earned good money. I have no idea. So Matt was talking about um, how important it is to pay yourself first. Mm. Um, And and like I said in that book, um, there is a a thing there that says you put 10% across for tithing and 10% straight into your own a special fund and then the other 80% of what you earn, you pay your, your expenses. Um, now, of course, the, you know, Matt mentioned it and I've mentioned it in the past, but it's so important to pay yourself first because mm. that's who's working. You are working for yourself. You're working for yourself and for your family. So if you work for yourself and you pay yourself first, whatever you got left over, that's then when you pay other people. And if you find that you don't have enough money to pay other people that's when you really need to look at what's happening with your money. Mm. Matt.
3: Well, again, uh, just, I want to make it super crystal, crystal clear. When we say pay, pay yourself first, we're not talking about put money in your bank account to, you know, buy yourself a new car to do this or that, or the other thing. We're talking about putting money aside for the future. Mm -hmm. We're talking about building wealth. Yeah. So that's, that's super key. Hopefully you guys understand this distinction there. And you know, as I was listening to Peter, it made me think a little bit about GPS. How does GPS work? How does it get you from A to B? Well, GPS tells you first where you are. Yes. Then it gives you a map on how you get there. And this is that's exactly the approach you want to take with this. You want to you, you need to know where you are. You need to know every single expense you have, down to Netflix pr, pr, uh, subscriptions, down mm-hmm. to five dollars. Uh, for a coffee on Tuesdays yes. with your buddy Bill, every single thing you need to have down, and you need to have doc.
1: Uh, tracked and documented. And documented. That's mm. the thing. Once you document things, you know, uh, this is the big thing about planning. Once you plan it and you document it, then you can it can can come true. And once you've it, then you can change it. You can adapt it. Now you look at your GPS, which is a really good example. Um, the GPS sometimes gives you two or three options to get to the same place. Mm. It might take you around, life the, life. A, around the square or it might take you around the, the, the roundabout or it might take you all the way around a park or all the way around a lake but there's sometimes there's two ways to go around the lake and it'll tell you if you go that way it's going to take 55 minutes if so you go this way it's only 35 minutes so you decide on certain time of the day whether you go down the main highway or the side road because going along the side road there's less traffic so you get there a lot faster but that's what this budgeting is all about that's what you uh, know Putting it down, putting it down. And then you have a look at it and you readjust it. You readjust it. It's like your GPS on your phone or your devices will say, go that way. And then they'll, they'll tell you, there's been a traffic hold up. Please take alternative route. Please take alternative route. Go left, go right at the next roundabout or whatever. Take the off ramp or the left ramp or the right ramp. And that's what this, once you've got it written down, you can see what's happening and if you've put some money aside, like Matt said, for future, you will now people say, I don't have enough money to oh, do it's ridiculous.
3: that. But I, oh you
1: God. go through that all the time. Oh my all God. the way up until today, you've never had enough money to put aside. Now, let's have a look. Are you going to go through life like that continuously? Or are you going to say, It's about time I start to look at when can I put some money aside? When can I pay myself first? When can I get rid of these debts? What, look, people have taken more and more and more money out of their credit cards. Now, mm. at 22%, most of them are, mm. you know, or between 19 and 22% or higher. Some there's of them are a 23. Reason why the 24%. Catholic Church
3: said usury was a sin for 1200 years, uh, and that's why
1: look, the fact is that there's when people put money on their credit cards and they're maxed out, they're paying a very, very high percentage of interest. You would be better off going to somewhere, get a loan at 10% and paying off your credit card. Because or you would you're be still better, 10% better off. Or you'd be more intelligent to not get in that situation in the first oh, place. well, look, that's now, if, you're, question, if you're already not, in that, situation, in that situation, which
3: situation, which we've all been. Yep. I mean, we've all been. I mean, I've been in business. I've been a millionaire three times now. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> So I've done it, I've been up, I've been down, I've been up, I've been down, I'm up now. Who knows what will happen yeah. tomorrow. Okay? Yeah. So uh, <laughs> the reality is is that, you know uh, yeah, it's your decision. I mean you it, it's like eating. You know, if you're overweight, you know, which I've been as well. I mean, nobody forced me to eat that chocolate cake. I ate it on my own. Nobody forced (laughs) me to go out and spend money on this or that or the other thing. I mean, people have the money. People can afford what they want to afford within reason. I mean, if you want to build wealth, you can build wealth.
1: Look, there's lots of ways of building wealth.
3: But we're going to talk about that in a second. Mm -hmm. But one thing that Peter said that I used to always tell my staff when I was trying to help Uh, them build wealth because I felt that was important in my organizations that I ran is to drag the staff up, you know, create opportunity for them. So they were excited. And I always told them that a number watched is a number improved. Mm -hmm. And that's the key. You've got to if you're watching what you're doing, then you're going to improve. If you're just kind of willy nilly running around, then you're not going to get where you want to be. First first step if you read any book on financial success, and I would urge you to do that. There's stacks of stuff on the internet you can get for free. There's a million books you can read, is establish a cash reserve. You need to have some money put aside for attitude cash so you don't worry. And usually that's three months expenses. Now, Peter made the point, do not, uh, don't put this cash reserve out at the expense of having a 22% credit card mm-hmm. because that's crazy. But you pay off all these, the all the credit cards, and you establish a cash reserve. Well, Once you do that, okay. Do you yeah. want to take oh, over no, here? Because your,
1: your cash reserve. Because like of the point I'm call, getting to next, I don't want to. I, okay. I want to dig in deep. Some people call it a cash cushion. Mm. A cash cushion. Now that cash cushion could be a, a fifty dollar note or a hundred dollars in a wallet. At home, because sometimes you you get stuck. I tell you, when I was very young, I, I used to take taxis from place to place and some, you know, like didn't always have the wallet with me or I ran out of money or, you know, whatever, whatever. And I'd say, I'd go home and I'd say to the taxi guy, wait here, I'll go inside and get the money, you know, but I always knew that I had money there. Right? Ever since I was a young boy, I always knew I had some money there. Now, the other day, my wife, you know, using credit cards and stuff like that. And you, today, especially being a cashless society, you do need some change sometimes or some money. And my wife rings me up and she said, Look, I've run out of money or I haven't got any cash with me. Have you got some cash? I say, Yeah, just go there and get it out of the drawer. You know, we know that we've got a cash cushion. You call it a cash cushion. And um, some of my friends have been telling me for years, you've got, always got to need a cash cushion. It doesn't have to be thousands and thousands of dollars, but you need some money. Now, depending on your lifestyle, depending on how much money you, you know, whatever your lifestyle is, you might need two or three thousand dollars at home in cash somewhere, or you might only need two or three hundred dollars in cash somewhere. But there's always a situation where something happens that you just need cash. Right, and today it's such a cashless society, and people transfer money from one thing to another. But you know, this the new generation that we're in now. It will probably be less and less and less cash. But I still believe that people need a cash cushion or a, an amount of money in an account that you can get to if you need it. That's what this is all about. So um, you know, I'm I'm so. Um, I don't know how to explain it, but I I would love to help anybody out there that needs help, Mm. right? Because I believe that there's a lot of people out there that need help and I'm happy to do that. Just give me a call, um, send me an email, contact us at the radio station. I'm going to set up some courses. I don't know. I'll do it for nothing. I'm happy to to help people budget, you know, with their money Mm. and and with their lives, you know. But more importantly also – um, Matt and I were talking earlier before we came on and even at the beginning of the show how Matt uh, has been a, a coach and, um, you know, he's a good basketball coach and he's done boxing and he's been boxing coach and I've been boxing and coaching people. Um, it's just something in me now that I want to give back. I want to be able to help people to look at the way, look at their lives, shake the shit out of them, you know, and mm. say, come on, wake up. Now, there are a lot of people out there that need help to budget. And that's what we're here for. So, sorry, Matt. Go on with the cash cushion thing you were talking okay, about. Okay.
3: Well, I, I we're we're short on time, so I'm going to just dig into another point real quick. But of course, yep. that cash reserve is for when your car blows up, somebody gets sick, that yep. kind of thing. Okay. So, what I want to talk about now, just briefly, and uh, I encourage everyone to dig into this on your uh, later after the show on the internet on in in reading whatever is the rule of 72. Now, I, I personally believe that everybody can be a millionaire, even right now if you're working at Hungry Jacks, if you're 21 years old, without even changing your career.
1: Okay, there's us
3: this. But, there's something called the rule of 72. Yeah. And what the rule of 72 means is you divide your interest rate by 72, it tells you the amount of years that it takes for your money to double.
1: Yep. Okay. I want to I want to go through that really slow because uh, people don't realize, you know, you say rule of 72 and say, oh, what's that mean? Oh, yeah. I'm going to dig into it. Yeah. Trust so me. just go into a bit deeper, nice um, and slow, so people can understand how whatever money you've got today times it by the amount of interest that you're getting will be the number of years it takes it for doubling. Correct. And the higher the interest rate, of course – the quicker it's going to double.
3: I'm going to take a very, very, very low interest rate, which would be 6%. Okay. And I've done way, way, way better with that over the years, but let's just say 6%. Now the importance of this, of the rule of 72 is time leverage. You need to start when you're young. Now, if you're not young, if you're 50, then you can start now. But if you're 21, that's how you can become a millionaire and work at hungry jacks. So, I've done some quick numbers, six divided by 72 is 12. So that means every 12 years, your money doubles. Now, if you put aside a hundred dollars a week, just a hundred dollars a week, and I think we can all agree that you can save a hundred dollars a week. Now you might say, no, I can't. Well, uh, that's not true. You can save a hundred dollars. You can put aside a hundred dollars a week. Most people spend that much going out. They spend that much on smokes, on coffee, on whatever. Just that we're talking about divide by 107. You're talking about putting aside 13 or $14 a day. People have spent people in Australia are spending 13 or $14 a day on discretionary income, things they don't need to buy like he coffee, like, you know, cigarette. I don't even know what a pack of cigarettes costs, 40 bucks or 50 bucks or something. I don't <laughs> know. It's all taxes. Yeah. But, but the reality is you can put that aside. Now, if you put just for five years from the age of 21 to 25, $100 a week, by the time you're 50, you have $110,000,
4: mm.
3: $110,000, and you're put aside. you putting $100 a week aside for uh, for five years. That means if you're after the age of 25, you're silly and you stop, and why would you stop if you're seeing the account grow? Yeah. But let's just pretend you stop. From, tw- and, and from 20 to 25, if you put a, away $100 a week, you've got $220,000 that's a hundred dollars a week for four mm. for five years. Yep. But Let's see.
1: That's
3: funny. This, this is how, this is how I, I made myself successful as I understood this as a young guy. I had businesses that went, I mean, you've seen the graph, you've watched television, you see the graph in business, it goes up, it goes down, it goes up, it goes down, it goes up, it goes down. But what I did is I was smart. I under uh, the one thing I did that was smart was I understood the rule of 72. So I put money away when I was young before I was married mm-hmm. and it grew. The Dow Jones was at 8,000, now it's at 30,000. Well, Ron's you know, here so I talking put, I put a quarter million away when I was yep. when it was at 8,000. So where is
1: that now? See, Ron's here talking about real estate every Saturday morning on our show. Now, the point is, instead of paying rent Mm. right, where you pay rent for four, five, ten years, if you had bought a house, Mm. right, and most people can get a loan. Not a unit. Not not a unit. unit, But even a unit. Not an apartment. But but even a unit. But even if you bought a house or a unit, Mm -hmm. that would still go up in value Mm. um, more than, you know, after ten years, instead of just getting out saying, thank you, I've paid ten years of rent, Mm. because your rent would have gone up in ten years, the value of the house you bought would have gone up a same lot more. in business and you would have had cash in your hand when you moved out of that property and and this is what you know, people who start to put an investment aside, people who start to budget, will find that in no time at all, they're looking for new investments. They're looking for ways of doubling their money, of tripling their money. And that's where we're trying to educate people. So we have the knowledge, my clients, my friends, my guests here on the station, are more than happy to help you. And like we just spoke today, Matt and I, um, we hope we've just opened up your minds or shake you a little bit to say, Hey, how much do I spend? How much do I need? You know, and how much am I spending? And some people will be shocked to know how much money they're actually spending. Now we've got to say goodbye. And, uh, it's time to go, so thank you very much. I want to say thank you to all our listeners. Matt, thank you for coming in again. Um, it's been all a mine. pleasure here having you here as a as a special guest as well as a co presenter, and uh, say thank you to Ron for helping us uh, record this today, um, and of course. Karen's here, so thanks, Karen. And um, listen to their show on Saturday mornings and uh, repeated uh, through Radio Italia Uno. And thank you to all our listeners from all over the world. It doesn't matter where you are, love to be able to help you. Talk to you later. Bye.
0: You have been listening to Happy Business Radio with Peter Salerno. Catch our show every Monday from 2 to 3 p.m. on Radio Italia Uno, 87.6 FM.